Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sister. How are you? Uh, wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm fine. Alhamdulillah. Um, Jazakallah khair for joining us on the Harvey Diaries today, sister. Could you introduce yourself for us and tell us a bit about what you do, inshallah? Okay. Um, uh, my name is Shukrat and um, I'm a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. And uh, Alhamdulillah. I live in Rotherham. Rotherham, okay, cool. Yeah, England, yeah. And um, I'm original from Nigeria. Mashallah. And then I moved to the UK, I got married, and uh, I'm an accountant. Accountant, mashallah. Yeah, and what else? <laughs> yeah, what else? What else? <laughs> That's it. On your Instagram, you're called Mumpreneur, right? Yes, I am. Very well. I am. Yeah. yeah, because I have an uh, e-commerce business as well. All right, so, so you're trying to hide something yeah. from us here. Yeah? <laughs> yeah so i have oh, a, i have that on the side and uh i work on as an accountant as well and uh, yeah <laughs> so those are the two things that i do yeah and, and you're a mother as well yeah. i'm assuming yeah since it's you're, you're also a mother as well yes definitely i have one daughter Alhamdulillah. amazing little girl okay. yeah and uh, i'm a wife as well so <laughs> yeah okay. that's yeah. <laughs> oh. My sister, yeah. How long have you been wearing the niqab for then? Okay, so like my niqab story is now like one small story. It's like a long okay, well, that story. I love the long story is the best. So go for it. Let's <laughs> let's hear it, inshallah. Yeah, okay. Um so yeah, me like um I will I start let me see. Okay, um like upbringing, like growing up as a little girl. I've always been drawn to Allah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. so I've always been like attached to Him. I remember doing a lot of Askar and having Askar book. I'm a born Muslim, by the way, so because I realized you've been like interviewing a lot of rivers. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm born Muslim. And so I've always been like that from like little girl. And uh, my siblings, they know that for me as well. So they don't, they kind of respect that. Okay, so, like they saw it coming sort of so when it started in cup they actually saw it coming because i've always been like that so but i've always um i'm an introverted person as mm -hmm. well so i don't like um um to be seen like the way so i just like to be indoor to be at home and not do anything i do things inside the house but not go out so like so i can say the makeup actually suits my personality sort of like because i don't i don't want to be people to see what i'm doing <laughs> sort of. so yeah so that was me as, as a child but then you know going up teenager you have some you know iman up and down iman and everything like that so um it tends to want to follow the society at the same time want to stick to worshiping allah which can be conflicting at it at um you know sometimes it can be conflicting like that so um so like growing up, I was like closer to Allah. Then I didn't know why people use hijab. I just thought it was cultural. Mm -hmm. I just thought um, it looks good on people. I just thought and in Nigeria, they have like a fashion, fashionable hijab and everything. So it looks good really like that. So that's what I know about that. But then like, um, so I was like a teenager and I started getting some unwanted um, attention mm -hmm. from the opposite gender. And I didn't, I did not like that at all. So I realized I didn't like that. I didn't like the whistle I hear you say that sort of thing. So that's that was why I initially started the job just to to keep people away. And it does, it did. Sorry, it did protect me at that, like like for that because it, the moment I started covering up, just the job covering up, I noticed the um the unwanted um attention like reduced and people started like respecting you in Nigeria they call you like Ajia, the, okay. like, the way they talk to you and everything like that. So mm -hmm. like that that was like the initial thought like like um that was how I started like covering up to start with. And then so, so how but old then I was about let me see, uh fourteen, fifteen. Okay, I'm at that age, yeah yeah um so that was like what happened at that, that stage but then anytime we have like party mm -hmm. like you know nigerian parties and everything yeah i will take it off and use the gele. 
It's like our head tie. Our head tie, yes. The, the yeah. head tie, yeah, mashallah. Yeah. yeah, so I'll take it off. And another thing that I noticed then, if I'm inside the house, even if a non-maram coming, then I will still not use it because I, I feel like it protected me when I'm going out. So okay. I use it for outside. So they're coming into my house and I don't have to use it. So I, I didn't understand the whole of it. So. Mm -hmm. And then I, I know I noticed that some people that use the code as well in my locality, but then they're not educated. So I associated the code with not being educated. I admire it mm -hmm. that they're doing a lot. So it's not easy with this eat and everything. But I just thought, oh, if you're using it, then they're not educated and you won't be educated. And uh, but they chose it, so I respect them mm -hmm. in a way like that. So, but when I went to uni then, so I started using it like that on and off, not very strict with it, not very like, um, no, I don't know the rulings. I just like it. But when I went to the university in Nigeria, then I started learning about my religion, then I realized it was actually part of the religion was the hijab was obligated for the women and everything. So yeah, I even like love it even more. And I started the jilbab and everything. That's all. Yeah, it was so fun. As well, that okay. Yeah, that was about like early twenties. Yeah, yeah. So I started that. Um, yeah, but I still get some attention, you know. Like you still get like um, some attention. And I met some sisters that were in the club then, mm -hmm. and they were in the university. So I said, oh, they can do it. Like you can study, you can be educated and still use it. Mm -hmm. So that means it must be um, like. Like my initial um, thoughts were wrong. Yes, yes. So I, I, yeah, I realized that, okay, I was wrong. So you can actually do this. And they did uh, face some struggle. They had some struggle. And then, but, but then they were like really amazing sisters, mashallah. And they were good and everything. So I just, I, I admired them a lot, but I thought, no, that, like, it's not for me. I just mm. thought it's not for me. Like, I don't think I'm good enough for it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I I can face what they're facing. Like some of them do face like physical abuse. Some of them, mm -hmm. like people tell them like, you don't have to do this. Like, I just think, oh, I cannot handle it. I'm not good enough or strong enough to handle all sorts of things like that. So, so yeah, so <laughs> that's what I thought that was like that. That was what I, until like, then I came to UK, like got married, which is then I came to UK to join my husband and everything and I completely forgot about all that I was still wearing hijab and I had the struggle of um the jilbab and the coat because I was getting like I was really cold in UK. Yeah. so I had to wear a jacket and coat and then my jilbab will all be like folded up I didn't know how to combine the coat with the jilbab so I end up like uh, using just the uh, you know like um like the smaller hijab, just just use the smaller ones that mm. maybe cover my chest and everything, and that's it. Like I just wore like um long dresses, yeah. skirts and everything, mm. and I started that, and then it was easy to put on coat with that. So and I was doing that. I went for studies and everything, and um I went for my accounting training and everything, and I got a job. I got the daughter. Then I started getting some money coming in. Then I just look at myself, like, what have you done to yourself? Mm. Like, it's like, I've chased dunya so much mm. and I just neglected Ahira. So I just had like a bit of a meltdown that day. I remember I just called my husband, you've been looking at me like this. I've depreciated to this level because I always noticed that the outward hijab, the, all of the hijab made the sense, that corrected my inward hijab. Mm -hmm. So I always have that thought, like, if I'm dressing it properly, then it influences me from yeah. from from outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I always had that belief. Anyway, so I thought, oh my God, like, my outward appearance is like this, then that means my inward was being <laughs> even, even like that or something like that. So mm -hmm. I've, I, I had a lot of meltdowns. So I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to start my job again. And I already have the job the company accounting firm already had that so I was just thinking you know I'm just gonna wait back to work now <laughs> yeah. and so I started I yeah I, I wore the jilbab and everything my husband was okay with it because he, he saw me with the jilbab anyway so it was fine with it and everything so yeah I was doing that but still I felt like the void there's a void mm. there's something missing as, as well so, so can um, I ask you when you started wearing yeah. the jilbab to your new job like how how was that experience then 
was there any uh, in, in UK, right? Yeah. To be honest, like I felt like there's no difference to me. It was in my head. Yeah. Because I was thinking it was the Jilbab thing was in my head. Like if I were Jilbab to work then everybody's gonna look at oh god, like this is big. No. Mm. I, it's just one of my colleague that noticed and he just commented on the on the the colour. Mm-hmm. She just like commented on the colour. And she just said, uh, oh, I like this. Um, it's like a bit of brownish pink or something like that. Okay. Oh, wow. This color suit you or something like that. Mm. Finish. Nobody. Nobody said anything. Okay. It was all in my head. Like, I was thinking, oh, I cannot wear jubab to work. Because for a week, I remember for like a week, I started wearing the jubab back. Then, um, when I went to, I was wearing like a normal just skirt and jacket and everything to work. Then I'll call my mom wear jubab again. Because for some reason, I kept telling myself that I can't wear a job back to work because it's not professional or something like that. Yeah. But it was all in my head. Because once mm-hmm. I changed the job back, I didn't tell anybody, I didn't inform anybody, I just wore a job back. And since then, I've been wearing my job back to work. I just, <laughs> there's no, nobody saying anything uh, about about the job back. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's nice you've mentioned that because obviously you work as an accountant, right? And yeah. I've met other sisters who, for example, they're like a solicitors or other yeah. types of professions. Yeah. And, um, okay, face rail aside, okay, but like yeah. a lot of these sisters have this kind of idea also that it wouldn't be professional yeah. for them to wear yeah. an yeah. yeah to work or yeah. a yeah. tab. And subhanAllah, yeah. like, it's just this kind of perception. Like, yeah. they feel that it is. they have it to. It is. Like, I don't even, I don't think, yeah. I don't even think they noticed. <laughs> Even I wore the job up to a conference, a big conference in Manchester. I wore, I wore the job up there, mm-hmm. and I was the only one with job up. I, I, I didn't even see if anybody with the job. I just wore yeah. it. <laughs> even in my head, before I left home, I, I kept like hearing it in my voice like, no, you need to put on the code. Today's different. It's just one day. Like, I kept hearing that voice. I said, no, I'm going to leave him. <laughs> I'm going to go like this. <laughs> And that's what I did, and nobody. So I started uh, the, the job up, and everything was fine until the nikob thought was coming to my head. Now I said, oh, "Okay," like I kept dismissing it. No, it can't be me. Oh, I appreciate it. I respected it. I love people that wear it. I just smile at them, mm-hmm. but I just know that it's not for me. You know, like you're just thinking, like I don't think Allah's written it for me. Sort of like that was the conclusion in my head, and I just mm-hmm. like stuck with it. And so I was having that. And then about like two winters ago, mm-hmm. I just said, okay, you know what? You can just start wearing it. I just sat my husband down and said, I was going to be wearing the nikob now. And he said, oh, no, you can't. <laughs> so I said, why? Why can't I? And he just said, uh, because it's sooner, you're going to call unnecessary attention to yourself. And it is sooner. You can practice a lot of other sunnahs. You can fast Monday, Thursday. You can do Qiyam Layl. You can do this. You can do that. I said, but I want to do this. And he said, I don't, I don't want you to be unprotected or to call unnecessary attention to yourself. You're wearing jilbab already. You're well covered up and everything. So I said, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it might be right. So I said, okay. Yeah, at least Allah sent my intention and everything. So that's fine. And um so I stopped that. I stopped wearing it. I I, I wore it for like a week before I, told, before I told him that. Then when he said that, I stopped that. And then so in about around July, about two years ago, as well, around, uh, July of the that would be let me say 2018. Yeah, that was about 2008. So about 2019 around July, mm-hmm. and the thoughts are coming again, and I was giving excuses for each of the thought comes. I already have like a ready-made answer for it. Mm-hmm. And because my daughter is special needs, so mm-hmm. I said, okay, because I can't use any car because my daughter is special needs, and then she, yeah, it's gonna call attention to me, and then people are gonna think it's because of the nikab that if she you know, like be somewhere out in public that they're gonna right. be, it's because of the nikab, yeah, and then that's why my daughter is behaving like this or something like that because mm-hmm. she has autism, you know. So I said, no, 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 that can't be right. So I can I can't wear it. Then I started saying, oh, my God, like, um, um, I need to protect my daughter because Allah like, gave me a, a, like, a special gift for me. So and so I have to, like, protect her. <laughs> like, in my head, I was thinking, if I word in cop, someone is going to attack me and my daughter. Okay. And then uh, that would, I would, of course, did because I was the one that dressed like that. And then, so I, it's like a sacrifice to her 
because I want to do it, but because of my circumstances, I can't. So, you know, I, like, eh, I already have ready-made answer. You don't have to do it. You don't have to dress like that. You don't, like, I already have a lot of answers in my head, everything in my head. <laughs> So, but, sister, was she was yeah. she seeing other sisters wearing the neck up? Like, what was it that kept like you know? It was there something? Yeah, actually, I, I, I watched like a YouTube. lot of um YouTube YouTube videos. Right. Actually, but, watched a lot of videos, like the neck beats on, on YouTube. So I get a lot of this is me. And in terms of talking, I said, yes, yes, this is definitely me. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of that. Like I watch them and I'll get inspired. Yeah. And I just respect their courage so much. I just thought these people are courageous. Like how can people not see this? Like every everyone is moving to this direction and these people decide to move to the other one. Like they are courageous, they're brave. Like I just respect them so much. So much. Like so I just thought, okay. Um and I kept watching them, but I, I kept saying, Oh, I wish I can. I wish I can, but I can't. I wish I can, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, um, and I was just telling myself, but when the protection thought came to my head, mm-hmm. and then the thoughts again came again and said, do you think you're the one protecting her to start with? It's Allah. It's Allah that's protecting her. So I said, oh, my God, if Allah was the one protecting her, why was I even worried? And you want to do things, something for Allah, and He will be the one that protects her anyway. And if something is going to happen, it is going to happen. Yeah. Whether you're there, like you can't even fight. So how are you even protecting her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if someone were to like do maybe like taekwondo or something, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was just thinking, and you think you can protect her? So I just thought, okay, this is. Like definitely I don't have I don't have any excuse. I don't have excuse. So I started like um yeah, then I have a friend that I worked in the club, Khadija, you've interviewed her before. Khadija I think she was about fifth or sixth that we interviewed. So I used to go to her house and everything and we talk and she was telling me if you really want to do it, I think you should. I said, No, it's not possible. Alas in my situation, you know, it's just gonna bring on this. maybe when my daughter grows up, you know. Like at this stage, I don't think it can be. Like I was just so not willing to take the step. I was just mm. not willing at all. And then so, but when I thought about the protection thing, it kept coming even harder. Like the thought kept coming every day, and I felt like I've been chosen. Mm. Because with my daughter as well, she 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 wasn't just autistic. She has other medical condition. Mm. And uh, initially, when I heard her, I was like really tough with the diagnosis and a lot of other stuff coming in. But until I reached a point, and I said, I think I was chosen for her. Like until I started looking at it, like Allah must have seen some qualities in me. She he chose chose me for my daughter, and I just started seeing everything positively. Mm. Until, yeah so once I started thinking the like that as well I said like these thoughts will not go even I stopped watching the the, the, the YouTube videos of the Nukobi because I thought maybe because I watched them a lot <laughs> a little bit too much then they're influencing me so if I stop watching them so I stop still the thoughts won't go away <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> yeah. so yeah what I did was I just said okay well, what I'm going to do I'm going to pray to Hajjot and I'm going to tell everything to Allah I'm going through this. I could not settle. My mind could not settle. I have every other thing, but my mind could not settle until I wore the niqab. So I, I, at that point, I ordered a lot of niqab. I started wearing, wearing the niqab in the house. Oh, a lot. Okay. I wear it in the house. I'll take pictures with it. I'll just be looking at it. I was just <laughs> so obsessed with it. <laughs> but I couldn't go out with it. Like I was so obsessed and everything. So, <laughs> that was before winter and everything. So. And when the winter came, I said, I'm, I was going to wear it, but I'm not going to let my husband know. So I started wearing it secretly. And I only wear, wore it to like certain places, like um shops and uh, masjid. And so you were wearing it secretly, so your husband didn't secretly. know you were wearing it? No, he didn't. Wow. <laughs> Have you spoken to your husband before to let him know that you was interested in wearing it? Yeah, yeah. I said, I said that earlier. Yeah, I told him and he said he was sooner. 
and uh, I could do other cinema. That's what he said because yeah. I was gonna get attention to me, and because we are in England, you know, it's uh, the you know the media and everything like it's um, negative. They look at Dini Corp in a negative way, mm-hmm. and if I started wearing it, like they're gonna um like call attention to myself. Yeah. Because if you bought each other, people, people will not notice you that much. But if you put makeup on it, everybody will notice you now. Like, so why do you want to do that and everything? So I just said, yeah, but uh, I want to, but, but because it was giving me some reasons that were already in my head. Yeah. I accepted at that stage and I did not. But at the second time I wanted to, did I've already like given myself the answers. Mm-hmm. As in, I already like thinking about it as a protect, like them. You know, I was thinking about my me protecting my daughter, so I cannot use it. But I've already given my myself the answer that is allowed to protect anyway. Exactly, yeah. So the second time I was a bit more like more strong, but I know that if I go to him, he might convince convince me. Yeah. Not to, yeah. So that's why I said, okay, I'm just gonna be secret. He doesn't have to know he's a busy man anyway. So, and before he comes back, uh, you know, I'll have been at home. And I'm not gonna use makeup in the house anyway, so there's no way I cannot. <laughs> so that was my thought anyway. And um, um, but before then, I've actually prayed to Allah, mm-hmm. and I've done a lot of prayers and everything. That was uh, 2009. Let me see. I'm missing my date up now. <laughs> that was 2000. I think 18. I think I'm missing the date up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm missing the date up. So and I, I did the prayer. I prayed to Allah. I said, "This is it." Like my mind I couldn't settle I just need to do this but I don't know how I'm not confident enough like I'm confident within myself but I'm just not ready for the negative mm-hmm. negativity I was going to get I wasn't ready but I really want to do it because without doing it I'm not like I'm not I'm not happy I'm not happy at mm-hmm. all and, uh, so and that was when I finished the prayer a few days after I decided like okay I'm just gonna wear it but secretly and one day I was coming back for shopping and he was already home. <laughs> and just told me, and just told me oh my God, what is meaning all this? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so and, uh, I said, uh, I was going to wait. I was going to wait. And uh, and he tried to confuse me, confuse me again, like not to do it and everything. But I said, uh, you know, I'm not going to cover my face for you anyway. And uh, if I have to sacrifice, like going out as a family, because you know maybe you're ashamed to be with someone that covers up like that, mm-hmm. then I understand. Like if so, if I want to go out, I'll go out alone with my daughter. And if you want to go out, you can go alone with her. Mm-hmm. So if that's the problem, like I'm ready to sacrifice that. And um, so for like three days, three days, and I said, okay, I'm gonna think about it. Told me okay, and after like the third day, I just said, Okay, you can wait anyway. I know he's gonna say, I can wait anyway. <laughs> how long did you take to decide that to, to say that you could wear it? How long was it? Three days, just three okay. days. He said he was going to think about it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he said, oh, I wish you have told me before, and I just, I, I'm just looking out for you, yeah. I, I don't, I don't eat Nicole, but I'm looking out for you, like this is not the right environment and I told him I'm already strong I'm already different I wear jilbab and I'm different yeah anytime I drop my daughter off school I'm the only different mom there I'm already so it's just a piece of extra clothing yeah at the end of the day because I'm already different so if if what I'm running away from is is to look different yeah so (laughs) I'm already that yeah so uh, I've, I've missed my story up. <laughs> yeah, because um, that happens after the third time. So the second time, is, again, it was the third time that I started to wear it. And um, then in my head, I was still telling myself that, okay, Nicole is definitely, definitely not professional. So I cannot wear it to work. Mm. And uh, so what happened is I'll, I'll use it to, to in the morning, take my daughter to school. Then I'll drive to work, then the car, out take it off and put and I'll, I'll I'll take it off and put it inside my bag so that's what I did and each time I took it off I felt like I'm taking off my clothing like my inner clothing <laughs> like my other garment inside mm-hmm. and I just felt like horrible not happy I work and my manager just noticed that and he kept asking me like what's going on I said I'm okay, <laughs> I said, okay something has changed 
definitely something has changed. And I was just telling him, sort of, well, you know, being a mom is not easy. You have to get back home and do this. And and it was just look at me and say, hand. And he was just waiting for something. <laughs> just say, hand. I said, wow. Are you, my, are you my psychologist or something? He said, I know you because I've worked there for like four years. Yeah. So he said, I know you. <laughs> I know you. So, like, one day, he just, like, double-crossed me. I was packing my bag. He just double-crossed me and said, we're going to your car together. I'm going to walk you to the car, and you're going to tell me what's been bothering you. Oh, okay, then. I have no choice. So, as I wow. was about to enter the car, I just said, I have changed a little bit. I use Faceville now, and the work is the only place I don't use it to, and I don't feel good when I'm not using it. So, it's, um, like, a bit of conflict going on mm-hmm. and he just said okay I don't have to see your face to work for me for us and then but all I had to do is confirm from the directors if they're okay with it and our directors are not based in program here they're based in another town <laughs> so they're based, said, where, oh, yeah, based in another town Liverpool I can just oh, okay. you. <laughs> they're based in Liverpool so so we have like a branch of uh, of a big of a company so we're like a um, branch here so I said uh, but I have to tell them to see. But as far as he knows, he's like the head of our office here. As far as he knows, there's nothing in the uh, in the workplace rule for us that said you cannot do that, like cover your say, your face and everything. And uh, so he said, so yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes and everything. So I said, okay, I just drove off that day and I came home and said, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> What did I just do? And he just texted me and said, they're okay with it. And then you can come in whatever you want to. Just do your work. That's all we're concerned about. Just do your work. You. If you continue to do your work well, we're not bothered at all. And he said, if you're a big colleague, it might take a while for them to get used to it. But if they have a problem with it, they just have to deal with it. It's their problem at that stage. It's not your... Yeah, so I said, I was so happy. He said, oh, good, good, good. <laughs> and everything. And so I started wearing it to work. I feel a bit shocked. And now everything is like back to normal with my makeup. Like, they don't even like, um, before I, I wasn't like too, too like involved, like social, like party, with the office people and everything. But I, if they're discussing something that I could contribute, of course I will. If it is work related, of course I will. If it is like maybe they're talking about weather or government or something like that. If I have opinion, I will. But if they're talking about alcohol or whatever yeah. they do, I'll just ignore like I, I didn't hear. So, <laughs> so they already know that I don't get involved with every single conversation anyway. So there was no much different because I wasn't like uh, behaving differently all of a sudden. Yeah. And then I just changed completely. So it's just a little bit of change. And now they, they're so used to it now and they just treat me like the way. Initially, some of them like change a little and they just don't know how to tr- talk to me now. Yeah, and I was just smiling and saying, "Still me, just say whatever you want to say now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but now they just um, they just talking to me like they were before, and so everything is good with the work and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what else? Yeah, I made some details here and there, <laughs> and then yeah. So and before I told them about work, uh, I've already agreed to my husband that I was going to do that. Because when he said, you can do it, but I don't think you should take it to work. Like, oh. you can wait to any other place, but not work. Because they're going to look at you differently. So mm-hmm. they're not going to respect you as a professional, you know, person anymore. Like, they're yeah. going to see you like a religious person. And uh, if you're at work, you should be at work. Like, you should, um, you know, like, you should be professional, <laughs> sort of. But if you're, like, every other place, then you, you can be religious as much as you can. So that was what he said. So when I came home, <laughs> I said, oh, I did something today. But it wasn't my fault. It was my manager's fault. <laughs> because he kept asking me. Yeah, basically. I was so glad that he did so. I was, I was, I was so glad that he did, but he kept asking me. So I said, it wasn't my, I didn't go out of my way to say, oh, you know what? I want to say this. Even though I wasn't feeling happy about it, I mm-hmm. thought, there's a little sacrifice I could make. So um, it's just work. And we're, Usually, majority of us are girls anyway, and I just sit with my computer. My computer is big, so it covers me, and I just was justifying, <laughs> like trying to rationalize everything and say, okay, yeah, yeah, at least I can wait any other place. It's just a few hours of work, so it's not a big deal. Well, since then, I can wait anywhere I want now. So I feel so relieved now. And uh, yeah, so 
that's like a summary of it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long story, right? Very eventful. <laughs> when I really started wearing it, uh, at the start, I was was like this. Um, you know, school break. It was a week of school break okay, in October. Half time. Yeah, so I thought, oh, my do- my babysitter came to stay with my daughter, so I have to go to work. And I just thought, oh, I'm just gonna drive from here to work. Then I can take it off at the car park anyway. So I just said, okay, yeah, just for for me to drive, I don't have to drop far off or go anywhere else before. So I I used it Monday to Friday, and that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I was thinking on Saturday. Am I going to go back to not using it now? Like, like no, no, no. This would be like the perfect time to start. Like we've been off for like a week, and yeah. done. Like nobody's gonna notice that much compared to if I don't use it today and the next day I'm using it. Like, is that going to be <laughs> too obvious? So yeah, so I just um, like, and on that weekend on Saturday I was thinking about it. I was like having a bit of panic attack. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. I just thought like it's gonna be full of negativity. Like. Like it's, it's a lie. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that people don't face negativity, but half of it is now ahead. To be honest, like I've had some like looks. I don't. I don't mind. I just. I don't. I don't focus on the negative on the looks, and some comments here and there. But I just said. I just think of the Sahaba. You know, the Sahabi. Yeah, like they've gone through like a lot. They did a lot, like and struggles and everything. And compared to what we're facing today. I don't think like we could match up some of them, their entire tribe or the entire, you know, family just disown them and everything. And then, you know, or maybe some of them, they had to go to war, physical war. And then the first, you know, the first female Mataya as well, what happened yeah. to her, Sumaya and everything like that. So just kept like comparing like myself to them, not, not compare or to, you know, where they, okay, like, yeah, almost the same. No, I'm not saying that. But like to say, okay, they 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 did a lot for Islam. They faced a lot. So if I had to face like a bit of, oh look at her, if she looks like this or terrorist or whatever, yeah, I don't mind. I know I'm not terrorist. I know that. So and I don't know them. They're just random people. Yeah. I don't know them. Maybe if like someone really close to me said something like that, like that hurts a lot more. But they're random people. I don't know them. I'm not gonna see them the next day. You know, like, I don't even know anything about them. So if they say something, I just brush it off. I don't let it bother me at all. It doesn't bother me at all. You just keep going. Just go. Yeah. So, yeah. I've said a lot. I've been talking a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, the summary of what happened. <laughs> So you've not been wearing it for, oh, I say you've not been wearing it for that long, just since October last. No, it's not, not long, not long. Yeah, I just did on and off, on and off, and then October since October, I just made that decision that I'm going. Even if my husband doesn't accept at the start, I know he's gonna come come around anyway. <laughs> but I know if he doesn't accept it, I'm actually ready to sacrifice something, like you know, like going out together, like I said. So I was actually ready to do that. And I know that if I'm in, in the house and I'm not using it, then it's not even going to remember that I use it anyway. So, yeah, it's only when we go out together. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, so I know it's not a big deal. So. Yeah, but now we've, we've been out about like a couple of times and it's perfectly fine with it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. with it. It's just um, that initial, yeah. yeah. It's like a journey for him too, as well, <laughs> to accept. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, we're okay. And my daughter at start the first day using, uh, she was like be freaking out, and I just say, hey, it's still, it's still mommy, it's still mommy, and uh, she loves it now. If, even if at her home, she'll take my maybe scarf or whatever or anything she sees the house, she'll cover my face with it, and she mm-hmm. says, still mommy, still mommy, and yeah, she just turns into like a plate and everything. So yeah, she likes it now. <laughs> she likes it too. So yeah, mm. yeah, that's like um. The story now. <laughs> Mashallah, no, that's that's brilliant. Mashallah, really, really nice. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So I take okay, it. Yeah. Um, is it? Have you done any traveling with it? Like, have you been abroad with it? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I traveled like uh, in August last year, but no, I wasn't wearing it at all. I took it along anywhere I go. I took it because I already like have the ambition, the interest. Yeah, to do it, but I did, I did not. I just kept it in my bag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so do you since you started wearing it obviously you wear it to work yeah. and everything and yeah. you know you've kind of touched on it a little bit 
do you yeah. feel that you've been getting treated differently at all maybe not in your work environment as such when you just say that people are used to you now but in other than your yeah. work environment so just generally because obviously you were saying that one of the things like before you wore it you was quite negative, yeah. quite um hesitant to wear it because you was having kind of negative thoughts that yeah. people were going yeah. to see differently how do you feel now that you're wearing it when you go out yeah. in public just your everyday life and things like that do you feel that you that you, people have a different kind of yeah. kind of thing um, about you okay yeah I, I don't think uh, i don't think that to be honest because i have a bit of uh, like a routine mm -hmm. so like um you know i sell some things on, online i sell on amazon i sell on ebay uh, the Amazon thing, like I just send it to warehouse, so I don't actually have to mm -hmm. see the product. But for eBay things, I have like things in my house that I post. And for example, like anytime I have about three postal um, shops that I go to, mm -hmm. and um, some of them like they need my surname and my signature and everything. So I've been posting with these people, and most of them know my surname. Anyway, so and when I started using it, I thought maybe when I got there, they wouldn't know who was there, and uh, you know. And they were just writing my name down. I was like, you know me? <laughs> and she said, of course. <laughs> you know, like um, some other places like that, that they've known me before. For some reason, they still recognize me that it was me. I don't know why. Okay, maybe maybe because I'm the only one around this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still know, and they, don't, they did not, like, show me that they were, like, uh, negative about it. But uh, the first few weeks I started, there's a bit of a, oh, like a really shock in the face but but before before that i already like say i know it's going to be uh people are going to be shocked mm -hmm. and especially people that know that i wasn't dressing like that so and uh, i've already like interpreted like i'm not going to take that as a negative mm -hmm. like it's just something that was new yeah. and because they know me already before and so it's just a bit of shock well, oh, oh okay then like so it doesn't mean uh, that they don't like it and yeah it doesn't mean that they don't, they don't that to me that was that was what I said to myself because I don't want to go about believing that people that look at me differently definitely do not like it because I don't know what's in their head mm -hmm. it might be like because it's uh, strange to them or they've never seen someone like that or you know, definitely so people are like doing that a lot like shocked and then they'll like they'll just continue normal um, if they don't say anything like verbally then I'm not going to take it as negative. I'm just going to process it in my head. Like, it's just new to them. They're just not aware of it. And yeah, and another thing I did with my work colleague was my director uh, accepted that. Uh, the directors, they, they, they know about it. I got the, like, the approval from them. And the manager was okay with it. So my colleagues, I did not want to know their opinion on it so when we were talking like we have like lunches like uh, work lunch and everything sometimes you order some food in and everything and we're eating and just take like a corner um, so that i can put the food in in the mouth like uh, so that nobody can see my face and everything i just eat yeah. so like sometimes some topic might come up like relating to that kind of thing not fully like directed at me but i'll not say anything not because I don't want to, like, I just don't want to make it awkward and try thinking, okay, what do you think about me? Do you, can you still recognize me? Or can you still, like, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's better that I don't know what they're thinking. Because if I know, then and we're going to be seeing each other every day, every day. So to me, I, I just don't want to know. So I don't know if they like it or not, <laughs> my colleagues. But as far as I'm, my directors are okay with it, I've gotten the, like, um, okay, you can do it. It's not that I'm breaking any law. It's not against UK law, whatever. So it's so to me, I'm I'm not doing anything wrong. So I I think I should be proud of what what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think. Like, so I just go I just go my day like that. I don't I don't want to be thinking about negative because it's not good for me as well. So I just go until maybe something. But I do my scars <laughs> every day just in case. <laughs> so I try to do my scar every day, and so I'm, I feel I feel protected. Alhamdulillah. I feel, yeah, I feel like Allah is watching over me anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Yeah
mashallah, this is it's been really mashallah beneficial into so. Okay, good. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. rambling a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, yeah. I, I want to ask you a little bit about your okay. um, e-commerce business. When, when yeah, part of that, and like, what kind of things are you involved in? Yeah. Okay, so like uh, it started like a few like about six months after I started working, and uh, I noticed like some of our clients they're like uh, e-commerce into e-commerce and they're making quite a lot of money as well. So I just thought, oh, they're doing it. Like uh, I could before I used to like um have uh, eBay accounts and it's on eBay I knew then. Okay. So I just thought, oh, okay, I knew eBay and I like sell some things in the house that maybe I'm not using anymore or maybe I got like a cheaper clearance stuff and so that, that was where how we started and I had some money then I had some money saved as well so I thought okay I was gonna do that and see so I just started I started with eBay so I was just uh, we'll go to shop and get some clearance stuff and, and then I'll put on eBay and sell it and it was doing like quite really well like really good for me because I, I was working part-time I've never been full-time so uh, because well, my daughter and the house as well, so I've been doing part-time hours anyway. So I had other hours to do stuff. So and I go out with my daughter, buy something. So but it was becoming like more stressful because I have to like go out and shop for things and then come in. So but now what I do, so it's progressed now. What I do now is I have a company of my own, mm. and then I contact brands in brands in uk basically and then i'll ask for like um uh, the catalog price list and everything because i want to open wholesale accounts and so once i get that when i get the uh, the accounts and the, then some of them we say you have to be company you have to be limited company some of them we request you have to be vat registered you know they, they, they don't want to deal with you like a person as a person they want to deal with a company in a way so so I had that all set up and everything. And so if I approach them, I say that my name from this so, so, and everything. So, and so it's more, it's more like um, easy to get accounts with them. And once I get the account, I'll just sit with it. I'll see how much um, the, the product, for example, costs and how much is selling on Amazon or eBay. And then I'll consider the fees as well and the processing fees because mm-hmm. I and I work with a, another warehouse because I don't have a warehouse of my own and when they deliver they deliver in pallets so they have to deliver to the warehouse for me mm. and that the warehouse will process it and they will, they will check it that there's no like spoilage or anything or damages in transit so then once they do that they will relabel it for Amazon um, um, how do I call it to Amazon, Amazon specifications. So once they do that, then they will send it to Amazon for me. Okay. So all I do now is more logistics at home. Okay. So that's all I do. Now. So that's all. That's how, like the, how the business run uh, currently. So and then I'll just like contact the supplier, send my order in, then they'll send me the invoice. I review it and send back. Then I made the payment and they deliver to the warehouse for me. They check it and they confirm that everything is up to date. And if not, if anything is missing, then I'll go back. Just a bit of logistics. That's what I do now. Then I, I will list the same products on Amazon and eBay as well. So if it's selling on eBay, mm-hmm. I can get Amazon to deliver for me as well. Okay. I'm so, yeah. So I don't have to actually store things in the house anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I still have some things I've bought in the like wow, that I still send on eBay occasionally, but my aim is to not have anything in the house like that. So I to just do the yeah, the logistics thing. And it's actually really growing now, really, really moving fast for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's something that I could do if I if I don't have like accounting career like that's a career on its own mm. but because I love the accounting as well I love love my work as well so yeah I'm doing all of them like part-time <laughs> yeah. part-time yeah part-time yeah so yeah yeah but yeah you think a lot of that's what like made me open the Instagram account the, the mompreneur yeah. yeah. because I was just thinking like um 
I, you know, as I said, like my nature is like to sit somewhere. I, I don't want to be seen or known, mm. but I want to make impact in someone's life yeah. or people's life. So I said, okay, if I could just hide in one corner and just help someone here or help someone there, then I'll feel fulfilled. I, I don't want to be like popular or people know me or whatever. But like, so that was why I created it. And to be honest, I've, I've actually like, um, chatted with some sisters through the dm and they didn't know about it so i told them and they were saying oh my god i could do this because and i was thinking like as sisters we should not be like going for interviews if we can't help it yeah we should be creating jobs we should be interviewing people we should be the yeah. interviewer so if they don't like doing a cop and someone coming and you just go in and you're the ceo of course they have to start like liking it yeah, <laughs> they have to change a little bit like okay so this is the CEO now, you know, like so that's like the mentality. Of course, you can look for a job to, to gather some money. But I think we should be thinking in terms of uh, we, want, we want to create a job now. We don't want to be, because if you do that, they, they have to like sing to your rules. But if you're going for interviews and you're bothered, oh, should I use Nicole or not? Shake hands or not? Do you dress this or not? That's because you are the interviewee. So you have to like sing to their tongue. Like that, that was where I was looking at it. So some sisters I didn't like, and they were like interested. Some of them are in US and they're mm-hmm. really interested in it. I said, "Man, just watch some YouTube videos." That was how it started for me. I started with the good clients, of course, but then I backed it up with the YouTube videos and everything. And oh, if some people even husband and wife, that's what they do. That's what they do. So I just said, "Oh, people are doing this. Like I can too." And you know, so and it's grown a lot. It's gone. I'm sure I like that. That's gone. So, and I did not even have a lot of time to spend on it because I just, just a couple of hours here and there. And yeah, and I'm seeing results. So, sister, I'll ask you, yeah. what does yeah. the carb mean to you? Oh, it means a lot of things. A lot, like, you just like something that you do. Like, for me, like, that I do solely for Allah. I'm not saying that hijab, you know, like um, for Allah, like it's, it's for Allah, it's definitely for Allah. But it's like you're taking it a bit extra step and you're like committing, like committing, it's a commitment, like 100%. I am yours. <laughs> That's like the statement. I am yours. Like, I am for you. I'm not for anybody else. Even, even when my husband was in like all fully in support, I was just saying, oh yeah, I put Allah first. You, are, you will be second. <laughs> You know, like I was just saying, like, no, like, definitely for that. And to me, it's a bit of dawa, a form of dawa as well. Even mm-hmm. if you say, that, oh, I don't do dawa, like, we are doing dawa, whether we like it or not, we are definitely doing dawa. Because if you go, if you go somewhere, they're just going to see you. You might prompt something in them to go home and research. You might, it's definitely going to stick in their head. <laughs> it is a dawa for me. And it is just, um, I feel honored as well. I feel honored. I feel chosen, as I said. I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel special <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it might all be in my head, but yeah, but that's what I feel. And I've never been, like, been, how do I put it? You know, I know some sisters do struggle with um, covering up a lot. That wasn't me. Like, mm. I, I wanted to cover up. Like, it wasn't me. Like, um, oh, I, oh, I see someone that is like, fully dressed makeup I don't do makeup I I never did anyway so I do like maybe I can count maybe three or four times in my life like so so like all those things that they're not my struggle I understand I appreciate that that could be some people's struggle but they're not even when my husband was saying do not um, I don't want you to or whatever I said I'm not saying that I'm perfect Mm. I'm saying that this particular act is easy for me Mm -hmm. makeup is easy for me Dressing up like this is easy. Some people, it might be kiyam and lay, that's easy for them. Mm. Some people, is fasting, that is easy. And maybe they could, the other part is not. So I'm just saying that whatever part you can do that comes easy, or you should strive, definitely. But if it comes easy, I think that should be the first thing you, you do. Yes. So to me, like, it comes like, a, like really easy, quick. Like, um, the decision, what, what it was stopping me was the society, was what people will say. But to actually decide between me that this is what I wanted was like quick. Okay, I want this. I definitely want this. The other part that was influencing was society, what people would say and everything. 
but the, 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 to, to conclude to reach that decision wasn't difficult I, and i know that a lot of people struggle and if i see someone like maybe dressed and you know like your makeup hair all over and everything like that i don't feel like oh my gosh you look so beautiful i want to be like that yeah. she might be the most beautiful person but to me i don't want to be like that mm-hmm. so i don't feel like jealous like oh i wish I, I wish i could display and i don't feel all good i feel beautiful but mm-hmm. i don't want to display it so yeah <laughs> so yeah i've answered your question i've been rambling a lot mashallah your struggle to you know yeah your fight with yourself really um yeah with yourself for quite a while um about wearing the yeah. so what would yeah. you advise to other sisters who were having a similar struggle like how you had they want to move in a house yeah just kind of like you know going backwards and forwards kind of in between how you, you know you've you've really yeah. looked at so what would you advise for those sisters like yourself i i, I think they should start with praying to allah mm-hmm. to be honest like i think the prayer the moment i prayed like genuine prayer mm-hmm. i even cried at some point because it was like the thought was coming to me so much i even cried to allah like you see my struggle you see how much i wanted to do this but i was just like terrified of society yeah. i was just like terrified of society now and i specifically prayed for confidence mm-hmm. confidence because i always know that people that wore the that wear the um the nikop they're like confident to me because mm-hmm. it's not diff- it's not easy to be different mm-hmm. Like we are like programmed to, to want to go into like groups and you know like not to be different especially with the negative atmosphere of the media and everything like nobody would want to like do that you know in a way so but for them to say no no i'm still doing this like mm-hmm. to me like they're like <laughs> like the most courageous <laughs> person like, that's the way i see it anyway so i and i know i wasn't that confident like confident in my house like but i'm not confident like uh like i don't think i'm that like 100 percent confident like mm. whatever happens i'm sticking to it like so but i prayed i prayed for that i kept praying i kept praying and i was chilling <laughs> and uh the, the murders of the muslim as well i feel like oh i want to be be like them anyway i want to be like aisha i want to be like fatima you know i want to be like them i want to hopefully be in their midst in aljana and maybe <laughs> yeah. you know that so i said okay everybody has their role model and uh these are mine so i want to be like them and so yeah I just a lot just praying just praying if you really want to do it, just pray pray really hard and inshallah allah will make it easy yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what I'll say. Yeah. Mashallah, sister. Jazakallah khair. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Hope I didn't take too much time. Nice being mashallah. Very, very good. Okay. Um, took the time to share with us um, your story, okay. experiences okay. of your journey to the Nakab and where. Okay. Alhamdulillah. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad you found it good. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.